Welcome back to Invader Sports. This is the soccer show. And today we have a full board. We got Adam, Luke, and Ace. And we're all going to be talking about the Champions League draw, that disaster that it was. So uh, thank you guys for all coming on. And Adam, how about you kick it off, man? What'd you think of that draw? Yeah, it was it was an absolute nightmare. So it was around, I think it was like 11 or 12 o'clock, like around lunchtime here in here in England. So I was, I was sort of working on the side, had it on. And they'd done the draw and then there was all this commotion because I think basically what happened was Man United got drawn against Villarreal, but obviously they're in the same group, so that can't happen. So then they sorted it out, which then meant United were left out of one of the one of the draws and then ended up drawing PSG. But it's not the fact they drew PSG, it's the fact, I guess, for the integrity, they couldn't have allowed it to, you know, it wasn't a fair draw. Um so yeah, then they had to redo it like a few hours later. So just, I don't really think there were some people talking about whether it was corruption and, you know, it was a fix because they wanted Messi versus Ronaldo. But I think it was just a, a bit of a stupid mistake. See, do you think a mistake like that can happen at that level? though? No. That's my question. No, because... see, I think it can. I think because the, the thing is, the draw is on TV. It's live. There's no way they'd... Be, look they couldn't get away with it like unless they're all stupid i mean you also had like our shavit like you have ex-footballers draw, doing the draw as well it's not like you have like professional ball draws draw, drawers but it, yeah. does it, does anyone know the last time that they had to do a redraw i looked it up no i'm not sure i, I thought it was there you was know? one before there was yeah there was one it happened in 1977 does anyone know who won the champions league that year Liverpool. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good sign for us. But yeah, I mean, that was just crazy because you texted me, Ace, and you're like, they fucked it up. They got to do it again. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Because well, it was just I, I woke apart. up. I woke up at 6 15, but then it had been done. And when I wake up, I usually put on the first thing I put on is uh, the Juventus radio station. And they said, hey, Juventus is playing. Um, uh, I forget who it was now, it, uh, uh, Sporting, and the big match, everybody was talking about the big match, PSG, Messi against Ronaldo, menu. So I go down to breakfast, I take a shower, go down to breakfast, I tell Nance, Nance, Ronaldo's going to play against against uh, Messi. Yeah, big match, we, we're going to have to watch that. And then I'm drinking coffee, and the news comes through the Juventus station, there's a screw up they left to do it again. I just started left. This is never mind. Nance, never mind. They somehow they screwed it up. And the reason why they screwed it up was because the Atletico Madrid ball was in the wrong spot. You know, I, you know how number one teams cannot could not play number two teams, or well, they had they had uh, Atletico Madrid in the wrong one. So when um, when the Atletico Madrid pick was done, they immediately appealed and say, hey, this is wrong. We, we can't we can have this. And based on their complaint, they had to say, well, we screwed it up, so we have to do it again. However, Real Madrid said the screw up happened after our drawing was already done. You go ahead and fix the ones you screwed up. But up until there was no screw up, they should, they should stay. They should not be redone. You know, and everybody was afraid that Real Madrid was going to create all kinds of problems and, and sue them and make and force them to, to stick to the original one, at least for them. But they're not. They said, ah, they, they screwed up. This just proves how inept they are. And uh, so be it. We'll, we'll go forward with the second one. 
But it was such, it's such an embarrassment. I mean, really. Yeah, they have got um... some some of that should not happen. They, you should control the balls. You're not cheating if you if you look inside the balls, make sure they all the balls are in the correct spot. I would think that you would do that. You don't just That's go what... in, into the draw cold and, and just oh well oh well we screwed up we put Atlético Madrid in the wrong in the wrong basket. That's, That's what I'm that, saying. That, that's amateur stuff. It yeah, makes them I... look. And these are guys that are holding millions and millions and millions of dollars in their hands, making decisions. And then people wonder why do people want the Super League? It, it's not so much the Super League. They don't. They don't want. They want to have the teams want to have more control of what's going on in UEFA and not let you know a couple amateur dictate what's going on. Yeah, Luke. And, and, and you wouldn't see nothing is going to happen. Nothing's going to come out of it. And for my, for my two cents, somebody should lose the job. Somebody needs, somebody's head needs to roll about this. And I don't care if you pick on somebody and say, okay, you take, you're going to take the hit for, for the rest of us, but you're going to have to resign. So, somebody needs to, to get out of there. You know, they can't just go on pretending that nothing happened. Oh, well, we just made a mistake. Because then on top of everything else, the excuse they came up with that it was uh, that it was uh, a, a third party software error. There's no software. You got balls in a basket. That's a human error. That's a lack of, of paying attention to the details. There was no software error in there. And, and that excuse just made it even worse, in, in my opinion. So from my side, um, I know a few people have, have kind of thrown the word corruption in there. I'd, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. Like, in my opinion, I'm not sure if corruption comes into it. But, yeah, mistakes like that shouldn't be happening at that level. Like, it's yeah. crazy. There's, there should be so many people involved making sure everything runs so smoothly, especially for something that's live. You know, there yeah. should be so many safeguards there for that not to happen. You know, and and rightly as you were saying, okay, let's say there was a software issue. Someone should be picking that up anyway. If it was, someone should be picking that up before it goes live, checking the balls, making sure they're all in the correct, um, correct places. It's just odd that something so simple slipped yep. past just, so many people. I just don't see where the software error could have happened. You're talking about plastic balls. In a in a basket, and they're picked by a human being, and they show the ball. So where's the software error? Where I think does... it's a cop out. I think it's yeah, just it you know just, something just an excuse. Said. It was a, yeah, it was exactly. a lousy excuse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so. I, I and I agree with you. I, I never want to look at things being corrupted because then I feel well. If this is corrupt, then what else has been corrupted? Then if I, if I've been watching soccer for sixty years, and, and it's all been a joke, a big fixture. I I never want to believe that. But really, if if something comes out, like say a month from now, that there was corruption, it won't shock me. No, I mean, you know, I I rather not think in those terms, but but it won't shock you. But I I just think that it was just just a little a, a lack of attention, like they just me didn't too. pay attention. I mean, like Adam was saying, you know, if if it was a situation where you have all officials that are that are picking the ball, it's a little bit different. But the fact that players are getting involved, I'm not super sure where the corruption would come in in terms of picking a team versus team um but yeah it, like you said it, it it wouldn't be surprising if at some level there was a little bit of foul play but 
I think it was just a mistake and they should have handled it better in the first. Well, for one, it shouldn't have happened. Two, they should have handled it better. Um, but yeah, they need to do everything they can to but make I, sure it doesn't happen again. I, I suppose they, they would have wanted both Ronaldo and Messi to advance, but there's no guarantee on that. I mean, uh, Ronaldo is to go play Atletico. They, he scores, he always scores against Atletico. You know, he loves beating up on Atletico. But, you know, the odds are against you at some point, so Atletico at some point may, may finally beat Ronaldo. You know, like, there's no guarantee that just because they're not playing each other, they're both going to go on, mm. you know. If, um, uh, if, anyone so. wants a, if anyone wants a good laugh or who should do a draw, just a YouTube Rod Stewart um, cup draw. He done the draw a few years ago for the uh, up in Scotland for their for their league cup. Yeah, I've was, seen um, that with Rod, Sir Rod Stewart. Sir Rod Stewart, yeah, and he was yeah. um, he was drunk to say the least. Doing the yeah, draw. he was he was he was quite drunk. Yes, I've yeah. seen that clip. And he got it right. He was drunk and he managed to do the draw. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should have got they should have given Arshwin some drinks. And yeah. I felt bad for him. I mean, he's he's such a nice player, nice guy and all, and he's up there. Yeah. Doing the job, and then he, then he is the one ends up when, looking like a jackass. When they done it the second time, they were very very like careful. <laughs> they were all shitting themselves, thinking we haven't done yeah, it again. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't see either one. I, you know, I was just listening to the results coming in, but I wasn't watching. Yeah, I didn't see it myself either. But another friend of mine texted me. He thought it, it, that they messed up the second time. And I was like, no way. Come on. Like, what could be possibly going on? But, you know, they didn't. So. If, but, if uh, they screwed up twice, then then it would have been a case like someone would have had to have that, been the scapegoat there. They, if they, Yeah, that was going around on Twitter. That's because people thought because basically Liverpool weren't put in the... Liverpool were taken out of the pot when they were drawing against Villarreal. But the reason for that is because if Liverpool had drawn Villarreal, then you'd have had Real Madrid, Inter Milan. Uh, you've, I think Juventus, maybe. You, you'd have had two Italian teams and two, two, I think, two Spanish teams or two teams in the same group that couldn't have. Because obviously right. the, the first, the round of 16, you can't have, you can't face anyone in the same group and you can't face right. anyone from the same country. Right. Which I've always thought is stupid. I, I wish even but when it's it only, comes... But it's only for the first round. Yeah, but even when it comes to the group stage, I'd much prefer it if they just forgot the seedings and just done a completely random group. And if we got a group of Liverpool, Real Madrid, Man City and PSG, then so be it. Yeah. And that would be, that'd be good. Me, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't they looking to change the setup of the, the so, Champions League? Anyway? Yeah, 2024. So yeah. in 2024, yeah, it's going to change gonna, to two gonna groups add, of 10. Yeah, they're going to add more teams, more games. Because you yeah. know the schedule is is so light that we can afford to put in more games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe the that's why like... they're... Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say we'll probably come on to it after, but especially with the COVID issues at the moment in the Premier League, that's the last thing they need. Yeah. Yeah, more games is not the solution for the Champions yeah. League. <laughs> so, all right, that happened, and then we end up with these teams playing each other. Mm. So. Red Bell Salzburg against Bayern Munich. Sporting Lisbon. Derby. Yeah. Uh, Derby. Sporting Lisbon against Man City. Benfica versus Ajax. Chelsea versus Lille, which didn't they draw them both times? Yeah. I think they, yeah, they did. Uh, Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United. Villarreal versus Juventus. 
Inter Milan versus Liverpool and PSG versus Real Madrid. So, uh, who, who has the hardest time here? I mean, there's some good, think, pretty good games. The toughest game. Yeah, you gotta feel sorry for Salzburg. They gotta put. They gotta take all. They the, had Liverpool anyway. Well, they yeah, had Liverpool they, anyway. Yeah, they, was, yeah uh, they went. They went from one one juggernaut to another. Yeah, but I think yeah, it's a although one. It's obviously Austria and Germany, but I think they're the Munich is the closest airport to to Austria. So a little bit geography yeah. for you there for Salzburg. But yeah, but Salzburg they play. I remember Liverpool had them a few years ago when Haaland was there and Minamino and. I mean, don't get me wrong, Bayern Munich will beat them, but they play very open attacking football. They sort of come from that Red Bull, that Red Bull uh, groups, so obviously Salzburg and Leipzig. And they've got this good young uh, striker, I can't remember his name, but he's apparently um, going to join Dortmund in the summer, whether that's to replace Haaland. Oh, Adiemi? Yeah, there we go, that guy. Yeah, and they have so, uh, Brendan Aronson. He hasn't done much in Europe. Your mate. Yeah. yeah, but... Uh, he he's doing well for them in club, and he's obviously doing really well for for USA. But well, uh, isn't isn't the running for player of the year for you for uh, you you know American US US USA player? Yeah, I mean he starts. He just he's not contributing with goals right now. And uh, I mean we were honestly we were surprised how how much he was scoring for US because it was but crazy. He, he plays a different role with Juventus. I mean with US he plays more of a attacking position yeah and with um salzburg he plays more of a midfield position yeah i mean when he when he gets subbed off for us like pulisic comes on so yeah he's like really attack mindset for for us and uh you wonder if that would ever translate for for his club here but not yet i mean he's still really young but they the salzburg man they have a really good recruiting system they just yeah. keep this young talent coming it's really impressive. Yeah, they've had a lot of players, Mane, um, Keita, and yep. Minamino, all three Liverpool players, three Premier League champions, all yep. come from there. Yeah, it's good. It's a good academy. Yeah, and they're yeah. relatively new too, right? They haven't been around all that long. Yeah, I think like similar to I think Leipzig, like Red Bull Leipzig, also have been around like twenty years, maybe less. Yeah, so not not too long. Yeah, yeah. But I think right. Bayern Munich will win that quite easily. All right, well, let's start with that one. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you on that. I think Bayern yeah. Munich will win that pretty easily as well. Um, Luke? Any yeah, shocker here? <laughs> no, I can't see can't see Bayern Munich. Like, I think the game will be tough. I don't think it'll be a walk in the park, but I'd be shocked if, if Bayern do not walk away with a win from both legs, really. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I, I think people think it will be a lot easier than than it could be um so there's definitely like a few talented players at least there at salzburg so yeah i think it'd be a good good game to watch anyway it'll be a fun game to watch yeah. and i think all the other games are pretty evenly matched up but not this one Bayern Bayern is too good to not take this seriously sure. not only they're good they take they take opponents seriously they're not going to underestimate salzburg They'll they'll take the game very serious and they'll win and uh, and I think in the end they'll do it really, really easily. Okay, yeah, I mean that seems pretty much like like it would happen. Uh, another one that could be could be pretty lopsided: Sporting versus Man City. I mean, Sporting has the first game at home. If they're going to want to do any damage, you're going to have to win that game. But I just don't, I don't see know. It. Man City Champions League knockout rounds. They're not always. There's always they've they've slipped up before. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. they won seven. 
I know they've just come, you know, as we as we started the podcast, they just finished the game one seven nil. But yeah. when it comes yeah, to it's... Europe, Pep sometimes overthinks it. Yeah, Pep can overthink it, and I think Conceição is an up and coming uh, good coach, and he likes to think skips, you know, keep keep things simple. And he's probably one of those guys who's going to park the balls, kind of attack, and capitalize on one chance and win the game one nothing. It, it could very well happen. Obviously, yeah, City's going to be the overwhelming favorite on, on, on this matchup, but I, I wouldn't discount Sporting. You know, they're, they can be a, a, tough, a tough out. Yeah. Well, I mean, impressive to be here in this stage what, two years removed from selling Bruno Fernandes? So, you know, good on them for making it. I mean, probably if Erling Holland wasn't hurt, Dortmund would have came in second. I mean, I know he came back in the last game, but, you know, still, they did the job. They got enough points. Some goal and, difference. They, yeah, they yeah. got on top on goal difference. So Yeah. So good on them for making it this far. We'll see, we'll see what they can do against City. Uh, next up, we have Benfica versus Ajax. This is an interesting matchup here. Uh, Luke, what do you think? Yeah, it's definitely one of the tough ones to call. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched tons of Benfica um, and Ajax have only really watched in Champions League, but I know Ajax are no strangers to uh, to having a good Champions League run. So I think Ajax should should walk away with this. Um, I think it I think it'd be tight though. Like I could see I could see Benfica potentially win at home, but I think Ajax on on a, on their home ground will probably probably win on aggregate um well that's my that's my guess anyway um but i think i actually i actually go through from that yeah i'm not gonna say they're gonna go as far uh as the year when they went to the semi-final and lost to tottenham but i could see ix making a little run here i mean they were dominant in their group they won all six <laughs> games plus 15 goal differential i mean they were just really good in their group smashing hella 10 goals in six yeah. games i think well West Ham probably they they need a striker right now. Can't rely on Antonio. And they probably, I mean, I know he wasn't that great when he went there, but they've sold him. And since he's joined Ajax, he's he's turned into yeah, an incredible. He's, system. he's on fire. Yeah, no, no, it is a different system, and that's probably why because as a as as with West Ham, they tried to use him a lot more as a target man. And actually, when you see how he plays for Ajax, it's completely different. He's good with his feet, and he's got a good finish. So it is a different system, but I think it's more. West Ham not getting the best out of sure. this young. He's still young. Um, what is he, 20, 23, 24? He, well, so, so he's I, still 27, I, but... That's what I thought, but I think it's 27 or 28. 27, but... I, uh, I, 27, thought, he was, but, I uh, thought he was a bit younger, but... Yeah, yeah. but he's been, I'll he's, call that... He's, 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 he's been arm. around, but he's, you know, he's, he's, he's in the middle of his maturity. Yeah. So he's at a good age. Also, Ajax are, are fantastic at getting the best out of players as well. So Yeah, it's got a good coach. I like their coach. I like their coach. I like their coach a lot. And these two, these two teams are, you know, they're two names from uh, from the past. They used to be the teams in the sixties and seventies, and lately they they really haven't done much, you know. But um, it'll be a good matchup, and it'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, but I do lean over toward the IX. They got Haller who's on fire. I think they got the better coach, and. Um, We'll say, but I'm, I'd have to go with Ajax. Yeah, I'm picking them too. Adam, who are you picking? Oh, yeah. No, I think Ajax will win this one. Comfortably. It wouldn't surprise me if it's comfortably they win this. Okay. 
Now the the match that was destined to be because it got drawn twice, Chelsea versus Lille. Who wants to kick this off? Well, there was actually a, a, fun, a funny story I saw about a Chelsea fan. Obviously, they they drew Lille in the morning, and I saw this too. He went, he he booked ticket, he booked the, you know, he didn't book tickets, he booked flights to to Lille. Fine, and then obviously we've got to, we've got to um, redo the draw, so he cancelled these tickets oh. to then three four hours later <laughs> then draw Lille again. <laughs> Could have weighed it. <laughs> I think on this, uh, Chelsea should go through. But I mean, Bill to be fair, right. Lille have done all right. They finished top of their group, a tough group. With when when you look at it, with Salzburg, Seville, and Seville, and, and then Wolfsburg. But those other two teams, you know, they've gotten through. They've got some some good players. But um, I think their problem is their. I can't remember his name, but they're going to lose their striker. Um, Icone or something like that. Uh, one of their one of their best players this season. I think he might be off in January. Um, so I imagine Chelsea will probably win that. I mean, okay. you'd also like <coughs> Chelsea should anyway on the back of being with yeah. that, or the current champions. Yeah. But, but, so I was going to say, but these games are the only thing with these against a team like Lille is they're they're very dangerous games because Lille go into it thinking. We people didn't expect us to get to this stage, and we're here. Yeah, so that's true. yeah, those guys on paper, Chelsea should win, but you know, Lille wasn't supposed to win the French league, and somehow yeah. they managed to do it. They get to the Champions League, and not many people expect them to do very well, and they ended up winning their group. So they keep surprising people. So Chelsea better be careful going in, they're the favorite, and I also think that they will win them. But they're gonna to have to take him seriously. Yeah, and uh, Chelsea's lucky. This game is, you know, a couple months away. The, the, these games are a couple months away because they haven't been that great the past couple. They've been letting up a lot of goals. You guys notice that? Yeah, and I think Tuchel is confused on what to do with uh, with Lukaku. You know, it yeah. seems like the team plays better without him. But you spend so much money on him, so you have to use him. So Lukaku's that's uh, not the best time in the Premier League, really. <laughs> Apart from well, I think it's just how managers have used him. It's how how he was used oh, no, at United how he's been, I, and I, how I, he's I, being I, used at Chelsea. Oh, there's, yeah. there, there's an easy solution for that. All, all Chelsea has to do is trade him to Tottenham. Conte would love to have yeah. him there. Yeah, I know. And, and he will do well there with Conte. So, but yeah, yeah they should they should definitely be the ones to to win this this match. Okay. Yeah, I'll pick Chelsea as well. Eventually, I might pick an upset. We'll see. Yeah, I have an upset up my sleeve. Uh, okay, next one. This is this is a good one. And Luke, I want to see how you feel on this. How you felt with this match compared to what would have been PSG? So Atletico Madrid versus Man U. Luke, you kick it off being the Man U fan here. Maybe controversial, but I kind of would have preferred PSG. Mm. Oh, go on. Um, I'm not convinced by Pochettino's manager um and i also know united have had some luck in the past against psg um the champions league um but yeah i just think you know it's a couple months of months away um and i think united will be in a different place to what we are now but at the same time like simeone's atletico is just i don't know it frightens me more than pochettino in charge of psg if you're just talking about a team sheet, obviously I'd rather Atletico, but I don't know. I think just 
just watching kind of how PSG have been and, you know, we said going into this, um, PSG should should really be winning the Champions League with the front three that they have. And we said before we started recording today, you know, we're not as confident anymore that PSG will go on to win it, uh, which I think speaks volumes in itself. So I think, uh, weirdly, I would have preferred PSG. Um, but I think it'd be a tough game. And I honestly don't know the outcome because I don't know how how United will look by the times the, the games roll around, to be honest. I think it'll be tough either way. Uh, but I could not call who I think will, will go through from that. It's tough. I mean, and look at Atletico. I, I know it was a, a tight group at the bottom there, but they were in fourth going into the last day. And then they they were able to win and uh, Milan blew it. So, I mean, did you guys know that everyone figured Liverpool wouldn't try and Milan would go on to win that game to seal the group? That was like the general consensus from all the pundits. And turns out, apparently, the winner of that game got two to three million euro. So Klopp really wanted that money to put for strengthening his team. So that's why he put out Salah and Mane. And I was on... Twitter and a lot of LFC Twitter were like, you know, what are Mane and Salah doing playing? They better not get hurt. But, you know, Klopp wanted to win that game. And it showed because we went down and then came back and he was like super pumped up that that Liverpool won. And I found out afterwards. That's why, because they got that extra money. So, but yeah, I mean, Atletico was in the bottom of the group and they come through and win. And um, they're the ones to play Man U. This is a tough game, man. I, I don't know how to, I don't know which way to call this. I'm going to defer for a second and see what Adam and Ace think. If if Man United don't win this easily, then they are just shit. Because, like, after yeah, after watching Atletico Madrid in this group, after watching Liverpool play them, they're not very good. They're, 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 they're not that. Yeah, they're not very good. Yeah, I know. They're not even, they're not even the, they used to be this rock-solid, defensive, dogged team. And now they're just a team that you can get in. The, they used to be able to get in your head, and now you can just get in their heads. I don't think they've. I I disagree. I think PSG would have been a much tougher game because, as much as I don't think as a cohesive team, um, they're great. I just think that front three on their day, like they done in the first leg against Man City, not so much the second leg, but they did cause them some problems. Um, I just don't think Atletico Madrid have got anything really going forward. That's you know an aging Suarez. Uh, Jao Felix, who's a great player, but under Simeone hasn't lived up to his hype. Um, and, you know, yeah, I just don't think they're very yeah. good. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, as well, the one thing I'll say against that is you need to, like, if you're comparing the Man City and Man United, I know you're not strictly comparing the two, um, but from an attacking standpoint, like, there's literally, like, such a big difference between defences of City and United. And no, I but that's what, what I mean. That, that's no, what no, I mean. But I get what you're saying. Um, but I, I, I don't like, like that defense is so inconsistent, especially with how Maguire started the season. I don't think it takes a, a world class oh, player to beat him. It's been awful all year. Yeah. So I think it just takes a well structured team, which I know you're kind of saying that's not where Atletico Madrid are at right now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it takes a, a well class like striker or, or winger to to uh, cause that defense issues at the moment might be different in two or three months time but right now but yeah my answer is man united should win that game okay ace uh, i'm split right down the middle because 
my heart says Ronaldo because I like Ronaldo a lot, but my brain says Atletico because I've picked Atletico to win it all, but they have not looked that good. So the, I don't think they will go all the way, but I think they can they can beat Menu. Menu is their worst enemy. They've they've done everything they could possibly do wrong the last couple of years, and the, another. I think they just made another big mistake by putting Ranknick on on George. Why go with him? Lots of coaches available. They could have had whoever they wanted, and this is what they came up with. Ranknick. I I don't understand. I, I don't think they. I don't think is good for them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the team's not very well built. Uh, they don't really play as a team. They've got a bunch of individuals. You get the, they rely on Fernandez, individual skills. Now they got Ronaldo. They can put the ball in the net, and we know he can score. But they never play well as a team. They just don't look comfortable playing. And um, even though I would, you know, I'd be rooting for Ronaldo to do well, I think Atletico is going to sneak by them this time. Ronaldo usually beats Atletico. I don't think it's going to happen this time. And I think, I think barely, barely, you know, and, and it could also be ugly soccer because Simeone likes to play tough games, you know, park the boss here and there. And um, some of, some of the Atlético games are not athletic games, you know, not beautiful play games, but I think they'll do enough to, to get by menu. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and pick menu. I, I hear what you're saying there, but for some reason, I'm just, I'm feeling, man, you get through this team because what Adam said did make sense. We got through them pretty easily. I know man, you and Liverpool, two completely different teams, mm -hmm. but you do have Ronaldo. You do have the star power to make it happen and get the goals and you're attacking compared to Atletico attacking isn't even close. What Atletico is going to have to do is park the bus and play ugly to win, which they can do. And they have the manager to do it, but I'm going to pick Man U for the sake of argument. You know Man U struggled against young boys, yeah? Yeah, I do. Well, but everybody does. It, it, that, that's a tough place to play because they have the artificial turf that can uh, mess you up. And I don't understand why they're allowed to play on uh, on, on the field. Everybody else has to play on grass. Young boys, the only team in the, in the whole Champions League who's allowed to play on uh, artificial turf. Yeah. Haven't yeah, been explained. That. Nobody has ever explained why when the rules clearly say that you have to play on grass, but young boys don't. Didn't Juve have problems with them last year? Two years ago, they lost. Two years it. ago. It okay, didn't matter because it, it didn't matter because they still finished first, but they did lose there. All right. Well, speaking and of they and they um tied Atalanta this year, they cost them because if Atalanta would have won there, they wouldn't have had to beat Villarreal in the last game, and they didn't. So yeah, young boys can be can be problems for people. Well, speaking of Juve, that's the next matchup, Villarreal and Juve. Now, I know they're not playing great in Serie A right now, but Juve did play well in Europe. They won the group and they were in the same group as Chelsea, so that's impressive. What are your thoughts on this matchup against Villarreal? Are you asking me? Yeah. Uh they I, I've, I see him play every week and they do not look good. So I don't know. Uh, in, as you say, they, they look better in the Champions League. But in five of the six games, in the sixth game at Chelsea, 
that was embarrassing. That was a monumental embarrassment. And um, so I don't know. Villarreal is coached by Emery. Emery has won, what, five or six uh, UEFA Cup leagues. Uh, the guy's, uh, he knows what he's doing. He's a, he's a good coach. He led Villarreal ready. And he went, they went, Villarreal went to Bergamo and put three goals on them in the first half. They were up three nothing. Uh, so they're not in, they're, they're not an easy team for for Juventus. I'll I'll pick Juventus only because I have to. I mean, you know, they're they're the love of my life. I have to pick Juventus, but uh, I, I'm not confident. I'm not you know. It's not one of those games that I think. Oh yeah, we're gonna go through. It's gonna be it's gonna be a dogfight. Well, I'm I'm gonna back you. I'm gonna pick Juve, and I'm gonna make a prediction. Weston McKinney scores in, <laughs> in both games. There you go. It'll be great. (laughs) There you go. That's my pick. Uh, Adam, Luke. I I actually think this is probably the toughest game to call of the, of all the, of all the fixtures. Um, You look at Juventus' team, you think they should go through, but from what I've seen of them in the Champions League and some Serie A that I've watched, even when they've got the results, they've just like not looked, they've looked poor. Um, And Villarreal, as, as I said, coached by Emery, he, he's, he's a very good manager that, probably will come back to the Premier League with a wealth of experience from um, managing Arsenal and how that went and probably be a success because he is a very good manager. And, and yeah, to, to beat Atalanta 3-0, um, not the fact that they scored three, but the fact they were able to keep them from scoring themselves is quite impressive. Yeah. Good point. So, but I'm going to go with, I'll go with, I'll go with Juventus to, to win and I'll go with my, my main guy, uh, Chiesa to to get them through. I love watching. Hey, him. Hopefully, he'll be healthy by then. Yeah, I just love watching him play. He's yeah. and um, as far as Emery, I think he's a very good coach, but he needs yeah. to stay in his element. I, I think going back to EPL would be a mistake for him. I don't. It wasn't just Arsenal. I don't think uh, he knows the Spanish league very well, and that's where he should stay and uh, and thrive. Luke. I'm gonna say Villarreal to to uh to win it just to just to shake things up and have us not all agree. Um, so yeah, but I agree. I I agree. It, it, I think it'll be the toughest, or it is the toughest game to to call out of all of them. But I think Emery will do it. I think there'll be close games, um, maybe one nils and, and two ones. But but yeah, I think Villarreal are gonna gonna go through. Okay. That's that's a nice pick. And then we have Inter Milan versus Liverpool. Adam, how about you start this off? Oh, um, I was actually messaging my cousin uh, in Milan. He's a he's an Inter fan. Um, when we drew them, just sending him just a Salah winking uh, <laughs> gif. Um, I will win this. Um, I mean, I might be um, being too cocky, but I just think we are very good. And, you know... Inter aren't going to have Barella for, for the first game because he's suspended. I don't know if you saw, I think yeah. it was the other day, the assist he got. Oh, he's he's yeah. a beautiful player, another great player um, that would suit Klopp in his team, but he's just signed a new contract or he's going to sign a new contract anyway. Um, but I think Liverpool highlighted the real issue in European football at the moment about, <laughs> apart, from, uh, apart from Bayern Munich, the absolute disparity between 
the English teams, specifically Liverpool, City and Chelsea um, and the rest of Europe. Because, I mean, Liverpool made that group of... I always thought they'd get out of the group, but I thought, you know, you're in a group with Porto who... Yeah, they're not great. They're not the Mourinho Porto that won the Champions League, but they're they they're Europe. They're um, experienced in the Champions League. They're in it every year. Milan, their first time back in Europe. Zlatan up top. Some good young players. Top top of Syria when we faced them, they were top of Syria. I thought they'd give us a game. And then Atletico Madrid, you know the Spanish uh, champions of Spain from last season, and. <laughs> win all six games we went to the San Siro with apart from Mane and Salah with our B team and made them look like boys um, I think it shows that there's a real issue in in European football at the moment and I mean it all comes down to because where's the money at and it's in the Premier League so we're able to spend the money but it's, it's a bit sad because there's a there's a real air of English dominance at the moment which I don't like because I like to see different teams every year and I'd love random you know these when you when you when I was looking back um Champions League games and, and winners and you know like quiz questions for example and you know you see Marseille and Stad Ren and all these teams back in the 80s 70s winning the Champions League and you don't get that anymore so it's, it's all the same same teams um but Liverpool basically I think will win that yeah, I'm going to back you there. I I agree. I mean, we're just playing so good right now and love love watching it and it's just a lot of fun. So, yeah, I'll I'll pick Liverpool as well. Ace or Luke, what do you guys think? Uh I Liverpool are kind of my favorites now to to win the Champions League. Um so I think uh think they'll not have an easy time, but I I think they'll probably win both legs and go through. Okay. Ace yeah, I think Liverpool easily. Uh, I'm double down. Liverpool is they look amazingly right now. They're they're mm. easily the best team. They're playing great, and uh, I can't stand Inter. We have too much of a, a bad history mm-hmm. with them. So he's doing well. Not though, only Pippo. not only I hope Liverpool wins. I hope Liverpool thrashes <laughs> them. All right. He's doing well though. Uh, Mancini is a great. Moment. I mean. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Inzaghi. Inzaghi is a, is yeah. a good coach. He's a very good coach. Yeah, he's, he's got them. They're, they're back to the yeah, top, he's, aren't they? He's, he's doing actually better than Conte was doing. Because Conte yeah, didn't... Yeah, uh, playing better Conte could well, handle the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And, he's right. doing a, and he's doing a... Not as good a team. They lost... Without Hakimi, yeah. And Hakimi and... Um, the two best players, Lukaku yeah. and Hakim, and he's, and he's doing it with them, without them. Well, Ace, hey, so you heard what the president said, right? President of Inter? We mentioned it on last show. He said, "Oh yeah." Uh, he said, uh, "Oh, what was 115 million for Lukaku that they sold yeah. him for?" And then they brought in Jeko for free. And then he yeah. said, "But I can't tell the difference on the field." <laughs> so yeah. you know, you know what he said today. They asked him about the draw for Inter, and you know, Inter unfortunately um, wasn't lucky because it drew Liverpool. The the former president Moratti says, oh, it's a shame we couldn't throw Juventus. They would have been the best and easiest one for us. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's he, the kind of likes, stuff we have to put up with in Italy. He likes taking shots, doesn't he? Wow. Uh, all the time. Never. Yeah. Every time he talks, he takes a shot at Juventus. Hmm. So I hope Liverpool does a job on them. All right. And then uh, probably the what people are going to tune into the most this, this time around, PSG and Real Madrid. 
I'll start off this time. I told you I had an upset up my sleeve. I'm going to pick Real Madrid. I, I don't know why. I just got a feeling that PSG isn't there as a team. And I going into this, you know, I thought they would dominate with all the players that they have. But I'm just not impressed. They have they've had a couple good outings like last game when Mbappe scored twice. Messi had two and like they were all really nice goals, too. And uh, it came together. But I got a feeling that Benzema is going to carry it and Real Madrid will, will go through. So who wants to go next? Uh, I don't know if that's really an upset. Yeah, it might not I think, be. I think, I think they're probably the, the, the favourites. Um, that's crazy. And, and yeah, I th- honestly, because I think um, Ancelotti's gone in there and he's, he's sort of done what he does best, quietly gone about his business and coached them into being a really, a really strong team. They're, you know, top of La Liga. I think they're, um, what, about eight points, eight points ahead. Um, not of Barcelona. Barcelona are in eighth on 24 points, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, they've got, they've got Benzema, who, you know, is now getting the credit I think he deserves because since Ronaldo's left, when Ronaldo was there, he was amazing, but Ronaldo always outshone him. Then Ronaldo leaves and he carries this Madrid team to Champions Leagues, etc. Um, and then they've got their their star boy, Vinicius Jr., who's just having an absolutely amazing season at the moment. And I was listening to something today about Real Madrid because they won at the weekend. They obviously won the Madrid derby, um, I think, quite comfortably. And, you know, they've been able with Ferland Mendy's just come back from injury. They've been able to shift all their players back into their right positions. And they're now, they look, look as strong a team as ever. So, yeah, I, I think that they'll win. I'm sure Fiorentino Perez wasn't happy after they'd done the redraw and, and they got PSG, though. I can imagine he was quite pissed off and probably on the phone to some people at UEFA. But, yeah, my pick, I think Real Madrid will win this. And uh, it's sad because I did want to see Messi versus Ronaldo, but you can't always have it that way. Yeah. Yeah, maybe next round. Yeah. Uh... I'm going with Real Madrid. There's nothing I like about PSG. And I know Real Madrid is a, a great coach. They got the experience. They know when it comes to Champions League, they they become a better team. And I, I think they, they'll win. I was looking at the odds, and I don't know what it means because I'm, I'm not a gambler. But Real Madrid is minus 121. I don't know if that, that means their favorite. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, so it wouldn't be an upset if they do win then. That's crazy, man. All right, Luke. I'm going the same, which I know is really boring. Wow. But it goes back to my mm. point. You know, I just, I, yeah, no, I think that the PSG side is just not as scary as, as what we expected it to be going into like pre-Champions League, and we all kind of saying like, PSG should not so much walk it, but they should, with a certain level of ease, get through to the final. Um, but as Adam was saying, it's pretty much just like you're relying on individual brilliance versus a well-coached team where Madrid are the opposite. They're just back to looking like a, like a unit. Um, and I think that will, that will win in the end, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do not really see it as an upset. I think most people kind of thinking Madrid should win it. Yeah. However, you also do never know, I guess, when you have Mbappe, Neymar and Messi, they can produce For sure. one game of, of magic. So 
I agree, still think Real Madrid, but I guess it, you never know. if it, it, On their day, they'll tear, tear any team apart, but it's just they don't seem to have that day very often because as an actual team, they're not as cohesive. Could we see if PSG get knocked out this round, which we all think that's going to happen, could we see a scenario where Mbappe and Messi both leave in the summer? Sure. Oh, I don't think Messi will. Because no. I don't know where he'd I don't he, know where he'd go. Well, he, he misses but he misses Barcelona. Yeah, but I still don't think they'll be able to afford him. No. Well, um, I think he could probably, they, they might not even be in the Champions League the way it's going. You know, he could buy the team and he's got so much money, he could help the team and be, become a part owner of the player. I think the problem that might happen is as of January, Mbappe can sign a contract with a team for the summer. So it'll be quite funny if he signs for Madrid and then plays them. Wow. Um, yep. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Yeah, I really could. All right. Uh, just for fun, should we pick the winner? Our prediction the on the whole winner? thing still? The whole thing, yeah. Yeah, my mind still hasn't changed. Yeah, I'm going with Liverpool. We're, we're wiping, it, wiping the slate clean from our... Yeah. Preseason predictions, I guess. New pick. New picks. Okay. Yeah, I'm um, going Liverpool. Yeah, me too. Just the way they're playing right now, it's just full force and uh not not intimidated by anyone and just playing every game like they really want it, especially in Europe too. I mean, it was just really impressive to watch. Yeah. So yeah, that's my pick. Same. I'm going Liverpool. Three. Um yeah. I'll Liverpool. be honest, going in going into oh, the great. I, I like I, I thought it'd be, which I think I said it anyway, I thought it'd be more of a race of Chelsea and City, especially in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Liverpool will play well, but Salah especially is just on a different level. Man, um, yeah, he really is. It's um, crazy. Yeah, it will be Liverpool most likely if, if they don't match up earlier against Bayern. They're the only one that could challenge him a little bit. So it would probably be Liverpool over Bayern in the final. That'd be a crazy final to watch. Wow. It would be a nice game. It would be a nice game, but Liverpool is too good for them too, I think. I hope I hope Bayern draws City next round to get them out. That would be good. Yeah. That would be a very good game. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. All right. Well, we have a lot of games midweek, and then we have games in the weekend, so we're going to have a lot to break down next time we talk to you. Yeah, but well, we yeah. hope we have a lot of games. We hope we have a lot. Oh, of games. true, true. We hope we have a lot of games. Want to touch on that real quick before we wrap up? Yeah, there's been obviously so Brentford United has been postponed. Brighton, Tottenham was postponed at the weekend. Uh, I think we've had the highest cases of of Premier League clubs, not exactly players, testing positive for COVID, and it's come to a busy Christmas period. And I think there's there's some concerns that they're going to pause the whole thing. I don't think they will. There's too much money involved for them to do that. Don't you but... think they'll go back to like no fans in the stadium? I guess. No, I can't see. So the you know without getting into politics, the government have just voted in in England today the to bring in the COVID passports. So you got to have a vaccine or negative test. So I think they're trying <laughs> yeah. to avoid. I think they're trying to avoid as much as possible going back to empty stadiums and no concerts and stuff. Um, I just reckon that the the one reasonable solution I've seen is possibly take a two week break um, and to, you know bubble up the Premier League players. But who who knows? I guess I think that makes the most sense to be honest yeah. with you, um, because like you said, I, I, it, it it's 
it comes down to to also fans like i think it's not going to be good for the sport but also fans as well if they just pause everything and and kind of go back down that route so if it means taking two weeks to kind of sort out like you said adam bubble everyone up and and create a safe environment then that's what i think they should do um but yeah i think pausing it entirely is just it's not sufficient anymore. I don't yeah. think it happened once. I think it would take like some very extreme measures for it to happen again. Yeah. Um, trying to stay away from politics, but yeah. Well, hopefully we do have a lot of games to talk about next week and we'll be back here for you as always. Thanks for listening and thanks to everyone for coming on and uh, we'll see you next time. See you later. Good night. Oh, thank you.